The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to The Gift with Robert Pruitt. This hour will motivate you to understand your significance and live your vision. It's a weekly discussion of a variety of topics designed to help you create a loving world through acts of service and more. Now, here is your host, Robert Pruitt. Hello and welcome to The Gift. Uh, Today's show is a topic that is uh, near and dear to my heart, acknowledging people. Um, and sometimes that can be challenging, particularly if um, the role they played in our life was unexpected and perhaps gave us information, feedback, or insight into our lives uh, that we didn't necessarily ask for. So, you know, if you've ever had somebody uh, tell you about yourself <laughs> and it was uncomfortable, and perhaps you ran from the information or threw up the proverbial whatever, but later on recognized how powerful that information was. That, for me, is a contribution. And I think a lot of times the only people that we tend to recognize, acknowledge, uh, say thank you to, are the people that do for us when we expect them to do for us, or the people that... Uh, say and do the things that won't offend us or that won't cause us to feel any dis-ease. And so today's show is just about acknowledging anyone uh, that has made a contribution in your life. And I have several of you that have uh, hit me up on Facebook, so I'm going to shout out your posts uh, to acknowledge those individuals that you've listed. Uh, And in the uh, keeping with the Wizard of Oz, at the end of the movie, when Dorothy wakes up, there is an acknowledgement of the people that are in her life, her aunt, her uncle, and then the field hands. And, you know, the one statement that I remember so vividly is she tries to explain her journey, and they don't really get it because from their perspective, she was just knocked unconscious. So they have no context for her journey through the Wizard of Oz um, or to the land of Oz. And uh, she starts to point at them, and she says, and you were there, and you were there, and that's an acknowledgement. And I think sometimes the acknowledgement can be as simple as saying good morning, um, because for many times, we, for many of us, we get so accustomed to just moving through life that we don't even acknowledge the existence of people, the people that work at Starbucks, the people that work at our grocery store, uh, our mail carriers. We don't acknowledge the people at our schools that bring us, uh, you know, our education, or we don't even acknowledge the janitors. I remember there was a janitor for me in third grade. His nickname was Pops, and we talked to him, at least I talked to him every single day um, because I saw him. Uh, so I think it is 
critical as people that consider ourselves to be servants, uh, for those of us that hold leadership positions, plan to hold leadership positions, or just want to be healthy, responsible, contributing members of society, we get to acknowledge people, and we get to do it with frequency. And so today's show is just about acknowledging. And uh, I've got my friend, my boy, uh, Clifton Mosley on the line. How you doing, Clifton? I'm doing great. How are you today, Robert? <laughs> I'm doing great. This this brother I'm talking to now, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to take up, well, heck, I'm, I think I'm going to have to take up this whole segment and take it on the break, and then we'll have you talk uh, when we come back from the break. We'll see how this goes in the next six minutes or so. But Clifton, I um, just so that y'all understand why I have him as my guest, he, uh, I, when I was in Pittsburgh, <laughs> there, was a, there was very little to do socially in Pittsburgh particularly for 20-somethings. You were either at the University of Pittsburgh, Carnegie Mellon, Robert Morris, Chatham, Carlo, or any one of the other neighboring schools, and your activities were pretty much confined to that area. Pittsburgh isn't a big social uh, party atmosphere. I know they've changed it in the last decade, but going back to uh, the mid-'80s, that just wasn't the case. And so um, there was a club called Metropole down in the strip district. And then they used to bring in, now you got to go back to 1989 to 93, when Sherelle was on the top of the charts, Alexander O'Neill was on the top of the charts. Um, you had people like Poor Righteous Teachers that were on top of the charts. You had H-Town, Heavy D and the Boys, uh, that were rocking the charts. You had Jade with their hit, Don't Walk Away. Uh, you know, these were the R&B groups that were prevalent in the jazz arena. You had Najee that was rocking it in the late 80s. And Clifton Mosley was a concert promoter who also worked at WAMO, uh, which is now closed, but was a prolific radio station. And matter of fact, if you wanted to make it on the R&B charts, particularly on the hip-hop charts, you had to come through Pittsburgh Market in order to receive credibility, if you will. And so... You know, I would make my way down to Metropole, my jeans rolled up, no socks on in the dead of winter, so I could go rock it out. And I always saw this tall brother who was up on stage, never said anything, never hosted, never wanted the spotlight, but was always on stage. And somebody pointed out, oh, that's, that's Clifton Mosley. He's a promoter, Underground Enterprises. And I was like, oh, snap, he's the reason why I'm able to come out and have some fun, because Clifton was bringing these artists through. So one day I'm... I think I'm on the radio now at WAMO, and, uh, and I'm down at a local record store, and Clifton's inside the store handing out flyers. Now, let me tell you something about service. Anytime you can handle what we would call the menial and mundane task, that lets you know you're not only committed, but that you're not smelling yourself or thinking that it's too good, that there's you know, tasks that are beneath you. And any leader that has a functioning vision understands that if it's to be, it's up to me. So it doesn't mean that you don't delegate, but it certainly means that you are charged with the task of holding the vision. Even if everybody else drops the ball, it is yours to see through to fruition. So I love the fact that he was handing out his own flyers. And I said, well, do you have a promotional company? Clifton was like, oh, well, I got a DJ. I said, no, that's not what I asked you. Do you have a promotional company? And, uh, and he was like, well, a production company. And he said, well, what, what, what are you talking about? And he said, because I got DJ Nick Nice, 
my boy, and DJ Bo. So, you know, that's who I rock with. I said, but you need somebody who's got, you know, a production company that can come in and run the sound, and you can still keep those DJs so that they match the audience. So DJ Bo was more of the old school R&B, older crowd, and DJ Nick Nice was more of the new school um, with an infusion of old school hip-hop, younger crowd. I said, you need somebody that bridges that gap. You don't have anybody playing house music. Nobody's really playing reggae music, yada, yada. So the bottom line was we got together, and that was 19, the latter, 1990 when I connected with Clifton. And here we are today. We've uh, gotten back together. The first time I reconnected with you, Clifton, was when I came out to Cali in September just a few months ago. And I think the last time... Well, we're trying to figure this out. The last time I saw you was in Pittsburgh, and that had to have been 93. Were you, were you in town for the last show we did with, uh, at the Metropole when we did um, with Raphael Sadiq, his group? No. That was, I, I thought you were there for that last show we did. Um, what was the name of Raphael Sadiq? Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah, Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah, no, the last show you and I did together was the Cold Chillin' Blizzard Tour. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> with Master P, with Vince Markey. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and that actually, that was 92. Right. Yeah, that was, okay, so wow, we wow, we reconnected after all those years. And, and yeah. prior for us meeting that, remember I had got the award for the concert of the year at the right. Syria Moss. That's right. Right before that, and that, that brings back history because it no longer exists, the Serial Mosque. I know, and I know there are people, I have people uh, that hit me up that are from Pittsburgh and know that area, you know, really well. So let me do this, Clifton, just because I want to keep in, I guess, uh, I want to make sure that I'm staying true to... Right, because we're going back with history here. Now. Yeah, and that's okay, <laughs> but coming out of that history, I just want to publicly acknowledge you. I know when I saw you in September, you know, I made it real close, uh, real clear to you that there was a lot that I got from you. And I think sometimes thank you is sufficient. Then I think there are other times where it's thank you and you get to tell the person what it was uh, that they contributed because a lot of times you just don't know. And, And not that we need to know. I'm real clear. God doesn't need us to know everything. Um, and sometimes our ego <laughs> wants to know, well, what did I do? You know, and I've gotten really good in my life. When somebody says, Prue, I just want to say thank you, I say you're welcome. Matter of fact, my friend Leroy Copper, who's been on the show, she was like, Prue, are you even going to ask, you know, what I'm thanking you for? I'm like, no. The thank you is enough. There's something that I did for which you're thanking me, and if you want to share it, great. So I want to share with you, Clifton, that – you reinforced this notion of humility, and that's why that day where you were handing out flyers is so memorable for me. Because, yes, you were the owner of one of Pittsburgh, because there really were only two primary companies in Pittsburgh, the Caesar Engler and you. Um, you know, and, and with you being the head of your own company, but not seeing the task of handing out flyers as something menial spoke volumes for me right there on the spot uh, in that record store. So I want to thank you for reinforcing that when we serve or when we are conducting business, 
that there is an air of humility that is associated, must be associated with that. The other thing was just the hustle. I mean, you know, riding in the car, going to get stuff printed, making sure that the printing was in excellence, getting the, the flyer patrol together, getting the ticket distribution team together, you know, getting on the phone to get a million dollars worth of insurance to cover us during the concert, uh, to make sure the venue was secured. Uh, you know, to watch you do that was incredible. I acknowledge you for that. I also acknowledge you with the minute that I have before we go to this commercial break, that you, you also opened up your, for me, your life, because that's what the promotion piece was. It was an extension of who you were. It wasn't something you had on the side, even though you were still working at Whammo in ads, but it really was you. You opened that up. You never questioned me. You never gave me, you know, you never played me small, like, well, we'll just get Prue something small to do, keep him on the side. I didn't have to test myself in a visible way. I had to honor the commitments and the tasks that I accepted, but there was no 90-day grace period or anything like that. So you made it possible for me to recognize that when you invite people into relationships, you allow them to have ownership of it, and that's what vision does. Vision makes room for other people's visions. So when we come back from the break, I'm going to actually close my mouth and uh, have you just talk about who in your life uh, has made a powerful contribution. We're just going to play with that in the second session, second segment. Uh, the people that have added value to our lives. That's what we're talking about right here on The Gift on Voice America. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Who steps up following natural disasters to help those in need? It could be you. It should be you. It's time for you to step up and be the answer. It's time for you to become a student disaster relief volunteer with the National Relief Network. The National Relief Network helps student groups all across the country to bring aid to families who are struggling to rebuild their lives. Show the world what our generation stands for. Contact the National Relief Network. Call 866-2-VOLUNTEER. That's 866-2-VOLUNTEER. Or visit their website at nrn.org. You can help those in need. Gifts are made to be given away. Give the gift of service to transform this world into a healthier, more loving place. Log on to robertpruitt.com, a motivational speaking and leadership training company to help awaken your leadership gifts. Join other committed individuals and groups to continue the work of teachers like Jesus, Mother Teresa, and His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Gandhi. You are the gift that is needed to turn a vision into reality or to ignite a burning passion in others. Visit robertpruitt.com. Add your gifts of life and love to the world because you were made to share yourself with others. The National Student Leadership Conference proudly sponsors The Gift. From our career-focused leadership conferences to our alumni service program, the National Student Leadership Conference is committed to preparing today's exceptional high school students to serve their communities and the world. For more information on our career-focused leadership programs offered in 15 different career areas, visit nslcleaders.org or call 800-994-6752, 800-994-6752. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. 
VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to The Gift with host Robert Pruitt. If you have a question or comment on today's show, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Robert at robertpruitt.com. Now, back to The Gift. Well, you are listening to The Gift. I am, uh, before I have my brother Clifton actually say something, uh, I want to talk to, well, first, let me acknowledge you, Eddie. I just got an IM on Facebook, uh, and Eddie just got accepted into the University of South Carolina and made varsity soccer. So congratulations, Eddie. I'm proud of you. Uh, I've got Belinda from D.C. I'm wondering if this is a metropolitan connection. Belinda. Yes. Hey, is, is this Miss Belinda Drayton? Yes, this is Robert Pruitt. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Last time I saw you, I brought a group from, actually my sponsor, from NSLC. Remember we met down in D.C. at the school to do that huge, what were we, we were putting together, I think, uh, gift bags for the homeless? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So what is it you'd like to share? Um, I saw on your website where you wanted to people do shout-outs to people who made differences in people's lives. Yes. Well, I have three persons. Of course, it's my mom and dad who taught me about just showing good character and how far it would take you in life. And my other person is your father, Robert. Um... While at Metropolitan, the thing that he instilled in me was to um, just learn about different people and different people's religions and so you can learn how to live in harmony. And I was never able to express that to him, and I wanted to express it to you. I love it. And do me a favor. Uh, if you can turn down your speakers in the background, because I can hear a bit of echoing. Okay. Uh, and I thank you for that. You know, my father and and my mom, who I'm sure is checking out the show, are huge inspirations. Uh, and I make a point of acknowledging my mom, particularly in the context of parenting. Right. Because, <laughs> oh, my God, can right. I just get an, a glimpse of what they went through with me, and I have two, so I've made a conscious effort to connect and just say, I, you know, I appreciate and thank you for dot, dot, dot. Right. I thank you for acknowledging Pops, because uh, I know he has, you know, touched people around the world in different ways, and it is always wonderful to hear about, you know, your parents' legacy through someone else. Right. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to call you, because I thought it was important for you to know personally you know, because we grew up in Metropolitan together, and I just wanted you to know, hear that from me because I was never able to tell him. Well, from a spirit standpoint, baby, you just did. <laughs> right? Because spirit doesn't go anywhere. You're the right. Flesh does, but the spirit hears everything. So I thank you, and I'm sure my father is either smiling at you or doing his kissing the thumb and hitting you on the forehead. <laughs> right. 
Okay. I love you. Thank you, Belinda. Take care, Robert, and tell your mom I said hi. I will do so. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. So, Clifton. Yes, good morning. Talk to me. We, got, we, we have about seven minutes or so uh, before our break. Who in, who in your life uh, has contributed or added value? That's a great question, Robert, and, and I was sitting here thinking about that. And, of course, I'm going over a lifespan now coming up uh, 50 years, and I heard you say earlier so many people have acknowledged and gave me so many different pearls of wisdom to go through. I mean, it starts with the foundation, and I would my grandparents who were hard workers, blue-collar, of course, from Pittsburgh, my grandfather, I was a steel mill worker for over 40 years. And, you know, that that hard work, that grind, you know, make sure you get your education. He had a third-grade education. Uh, Him and my grandmother always instilled, you know, education. But they also instilled character and always said, you know, that, you know, no one's greater than you, but you're not greater than anyone else. And, and they gave me, uh, they instilled that in me. And just the way of uh, giving back in that community that we lived in growing up in Pittsburgh, the Hill District. Uh, another person that to, to bring value uh, on a national level would be uh, August Wilson, that we're from the same neighborhood. And, and just watching the plays and things that depicted our community of growing up in, in the Pittsburgh metropolitan area um, always gave me great inspiration too along with you know playing basketball growing up i had different coaches from you know high school to a a summer league coach um one of my first jobs out of college was working at the western hotel and when you said the janitor i'm thinking about the guys that just used to shine my shoes you know they always said man come in you know you can't look neat if your feet are beat and just sitting there and them giving me pearls of wisdom uh, the tailor that was at the Western Hotel, um, going upstairs and just sitting down and talking to him about, you know, his dream of having his own cleaners and, and what it would take for him to do that. So he's been a tailor for 25 years and finally seeing him have his own cleaners, you know. Um, and moving forward to the different areas that, I, that I've that i come about and living in, you know, uh, moving to Atlanta and meeting different people that helped me grow in my life from working with Xerox and now here in Los Angeles, um, being here and, and, and doing the National Sales Network, which now that's how we're connected. Um, being involved with this organization has brought me with such great value and, and my wife here and her network of people. It's just all that has built in, into the character as you meet different people and you take pearls of wisdom. Oh, man. Yeah, I think um, I think somewhere. Well, I, I'm I'm going to speak for me. I think somewhere uh, along the way there have been interpretations that I've created or thoughts that I've made up about experiences that supported me in not acknowledging people keeping people at bay, oh, I'm not going to tell them anything, they didn't really help me even though they did, um, you know, and making up reasons for not acknowledging. Uh, you know, one of the things my mother is really great at that, you know, I've gotten from her, and I even made it a stretch, a stretch is some activity that you engage in 
that has you behaving in a healthy way, but that in a way that's outside of what is normal or familiar. And so I'm great at calling you and saying, hey, I love you, or this is what I'd like to acknowledge you for. And I can do it face-to-face, the whole nine, and, you know, with the advent of Twitter and everything else, I can hit a whole group of people up, (laughs) or just one at a time. But to sit down and write out thank you cards, and I think I went through about 125 individuals that I just wanted to acknowledge, and I sat down, and this was probably over the course of about five weeks, and wrote all of those cards and mailed them out. Not because I had to, but because one of the things that I got from my mother was, one, you acknowledge people, and two, there is something about sitting down and writing it out, signing the, you know, the document, closing it up, putting the address on it, the, you know, the stamp, and then mailing it that I think people really get. Um, when it comes in letter form. And there's, as you said, it started with your grandparents, which is a foundation. And for many of us, I think either we don't have the foundation or we move away from it. And as people that are serving, as people that stand as leaders, you know, and I'm sure, and I'm going to ask you to speak to this, have you ever had an experience uh, with all the work that you've done uh, motivating people? And we'll talk more about National Sales Network on the other side of the break, but have you ever had an experience, Clifton, where you were a part of a team or a group, but there was no acknowledgement? Yes, I, I can say I, I, I experienced that um, acknowledgement, but when that happened, you know, that's that's when it came back to yourself, and, and you have to say sometimes it's bigger than you, and you knew that the contribution that you contribute to the goal was it, it was successful and it happened. And sometimes you have to look on the other side and say, "I'm you know the contribution was made." And if you're a giving person, you know it, it, the, the, the acknowledgement wasn't needed because the goal was set. But it's good to acknowledge people, and sometimes it's better to acknowledge when the success is not there and just the contribution was made. Mm. Mm. and still acknowledge for the effort that was put in. And that's what sometimes we miss. We always give the, the you know, the acknowledgement, and it's easy to say thank you, and, you know, because we had the success. But when the success is not there, but the effort was there, and we put all our heart and soul into it, still saying, you know, thank you. My man. Let me shout some of these out. We're about two minutes out from the break, and I want to—I promise to get some of these in. These are uh, my family members that hit me up on Facebook. Thomas said, my mom was the special person that I only contributed in a special way to my life um, and to all those, but she also did it to all those she met. He says that uh, his mom lived to her her 100 years, so she was 100 years old and said she lived for Christ and others. That's Miss Mary Jarrell, and, uh, and I love it. He put down here, Philippians 4.13 was my mother's verse to live by. I love it. My cousin Joy, she's acknowledging Patricia Hardaway, Nana, and Pop-Pop. Those are all family members, uh, part of the white clan. Uh, let me get a couple more in here. Um, you know, it's amazing how when presented with the opportunity to acknowledge people, people show up. Uh, Kevin Kaufman uh, was talking about uh, some of the people in his life 
Uh, Linda Richardson was talking about some of hers. Here's Dawson, who says, Miss Demke, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, is freshman English teacher, and he said he wouldn't be here without her. That's powerful. And then I'm going to close with this one. Belinda Drayton, who was just on the phone, said, Bishop Robert L. Pruitt, my former pastor, he inspired me to strive for excellence in life and be open-minded and learn about other religions so you can live in harmony. Um, the Jewish satyr he had at Metropolitan was a beautiful experience that I really appreciate now. The other two are Mr. and Mrs. Drayton, which she acknowledged, her mom and dad, and they taught me everything. But the biggest lesson I learned from them is to show good character. So we're going to talk more about the power of acknowledgement and share some of the acknowledgements that you all have presented to me when we come back from the break. You're listening to The Gift right here on Voice America. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. The National Student Leadership Conference proudly sponsors The Gift. From our career-focused leadership conferences to our alumni service program, the National Student Leadership Conference is committed to preparing today's exceptional high school students to serve their communities and the world. For more information on our career-focused leadership programs offered in 15 different career areas, visit nslcleaders.org or call 800-994-6752, 800-994-6752. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. Gifts are made to be given away. Give the gift of service to transform this world into a healthier, more loving place. Log on to robertpruitt.com, a motivational speaking and leadership training company to help awaken your leadership gifts. Join other committed individuals and groups to continue the work of teachers like Jesus, Mother Teresa, and His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Gandhi. You are the gift that is needed to turn a vision into reality or to ignite a burning passion in others. Visit robertpruitt.com. Add your gifts of life and love to the world because you were made to share yourself with others. Haiti has been hit hard by a massive earthquake. Hundreds of thousands of children and families are suffering and without basic necessities. Save the Children is on the scene to save lives. Your donation is urgently needed. Call 1-800-SAVE-THE-CHILDREN or go online at savethechildren.org. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to The Gift with host Robert Pruitt. If you have a question or comment on today's show, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Robert at robertpruitt.com. Now, back to The Gift. Welcome back. We are talking about the power of acknowledgement. Um, which means to either accept something is true, 
because there are some things that occur in our lives that we don't acknowledge as true. For example, somebody that made a contribution uh, to your development would be something that is true. And to say thank you. Uh, so there are a variety of meanings. And before I get back to you, Clifton, I just want to read a couple of these. Uh, from my cousin Sherry, she's acknowledging Lois White Norris, her mom, educator, musician, and inspiration. As, as the people say, she's done gone on to glory. Um, Sherry also is uh, talking about Alberta Pruitt White, her nanny or grandmom who taught her black pride personified. And then she has me down. Thank you, cuz. I appreciate that. Um, let me read a couple more while I'm looking for the rest of these. I want to acknowledge Jackie. She's listening in to us, Clifton, and laughing, trying to picture, you know, what we were like back in the day during these concerts. And I didn't tell anybody we was riding around in that blue Pimmons. <laughs> um, Tracy Lynn Johnson, this is my partner. She says her second grade teacher, Miss Franklin, asked her to make a picture of. Well, I'll read it as it is. Miss Franklin asked me to make a picture of myself, and I made myself Caucasian because I was the only African-American in my home class. She wouldn't accept it and told me to be proud of who I am. That was in 1968. She could have said many different things to me, but what she did say made an impact on me. Um, and let me just get a, a couple more, because I want to make sure we can hear from you And before I release you. Nicholas said, and this is cute, he said, um, you, can I say you? Yes, Nicholas, thank you for the acknowledgement. Uh, my friend Michelle Mickey from high school said Mrs. Barnabas in microbiology. Uh, she was a teacher during her sophomore uh, year at college at UDC at the University of District of Columbia. Natalie says uh, that she agrees with Nicholas, so thank you, Natalie, for the love. Amber has, I think it's Kay Carley. At Oakwood High School, she's an Oakwood High School art teacher. She did her student teaching at Center City when I was in the fifth and sixth grade. The day I walked in, uh, she said, I know you. What an introduction. She was hooked. Uh, so thank you, Amber. Big loves and hugs and kisses. And Lonnie says, Mr. P, who, that's me, who taught me to speak up. So, you know, Clifton, this, this just speaks to what we were talking about. There is something powerful about the impact that we can have on people and certainly to be acknowledged uh, is a special gift in and of itself. And one of the things, one, one of the reasons why I have you on as my guest is because if we go back to the Pittsburgh days, you also did networking events. And one of the questions I remember asking you, and I know you don't remember this, but I was like, well, why are you doing this? And you were like, because all of these people get together and they have something that is unique to them, an opportunity to get together in an environment that's for them where they can share information and perhaps grow. And I was, I was touched by that because you could have said to make money. <laughs> I mean, you could have said a whole bunch of stuff, but those things never came up. And so now here we are, however many years later, you're working with National Sales Network, I'm coming out in a few weeks uh, to give the keynote address uh, at your conference. And again, when I saw you in September, the statement you made was, I want to develop these individuals' leadership skills and abilities. So here you are still talking about 
helping people develop. Talk, talk to me a little more about why. Why do you care so much? Well, I'm a people's person, number one, and I believe that everyone has a gift to give. And this is with the, what we do at the National Sales Network is just bring people together that may not come in contact with each other. And the great thing about this is the same industry. It's the profession of sales. And what better way to bring like-minded individuals together? I mean, I, I've been around the organization from my time in Atlanta, so it's going back now 10 years. And I had the opportunity in Atlanta to get introduced to the National Sales Network. And at that time, I you know, acknowledged the meetings, the conference there in 2000, and then moving forward, uh, the organization has grown now to um, having a national conference, and this will be the actual uh, 13th year for the conference coming up in Orlando, Florida. Now, the event that I have you coming to, we're just doing a regional uh, conference for the National Sales Network hosted by the L.A. chapter. And I started the L.A. chapter when I moved out here back in 2005. Uh, they didn't have a chapter. I liked the things that was going on in Atlanta. It wasn't my it wasn't my calling, but it seems like it was my calling um, to come out here and start the organization and just bringing professionals together and bringing people together. And from bringing people together, we all have so much to give. It's it's pulling someone else up. It's finding the leaders that are already successful in the Los Angeles market helping others become more successful and just putting it together. Just like as Fred Sanford would say in Sanford and Son, I'm just coordinating. <laughs> I'm coordinating individuals to be successful, to meet other like-minded individuals to be successful, just like you and I are coming together for this uh, one-day West Coast conference here in L.A. Uh, well, two days because we have our jazz brunch on Saturday. That's February 26th and 27th. And we and I'll get into it. We have some great other feature uh, headliners here, but all this is just the synergy of six degrees of separation. And in the African American community, it's almost three degrees of separation. Mm. Mm. Well said. Um, <laughs> it, you know, the, the stories would be be endless if I think we continue just to reach. And figure out, you know, who has contributed. I think the spin that I'd like to take in this moment would be to really emphasize that there are moments where, well, we're always receiving feedback. We're always receiving something from the people around us, uh, from our universe, from our environment, from our community, from our family, from our friends from the people that see us as their enemies. And I think, as I stated at the beginning or the top of the show, that the challenge is to acknowledge the information or the gifts that we receive from the people that we may not like. Have you had any experiences with somebody that I would call a frenemy, <laughs> but an enemy, somebody that you didn't get along with at all, somebody that you could not tolerate, have you ever had an experience where, in hindsight, what they said 
was a contribution or what they did? I couldn't put a, 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 a direct example of that, but I'm sure I have experiences where that I wasn't in favor with that person or they wasn't in favor with me. And what had happened is we are in intense conversation and almost in that agreeance to disagree. But when you walked away from it, the point was well taken. And it's almost since they were your enemy, you didn't want to acknowledge that they gave you the point that will help you be successful moving forward. And in that situation, it helped me. And it probably was one of the experiences we had in our days of, of being in the entertainment and the promotion. And, you know, we had a few adversaries there. Um, and, and listening to them going back and forth, not, you know, where we would say hating on us, Robert, it was like, okay, they're hating on us. But in the meantime, I'm listening to some of the things they said, and we can be more successful if we do things this way. Yeah. I mean, I'm not giving you specifics, but I, I've had that experience, though. Well, I remember if I, if I go back to Pittsburgh, when I started Face the Music Productions with Andre, uh, Andre caught a lot of flack because some of his friends were in one of the other uh, DJ companies that essentially we moved out. Um, and really, they moved themselves out because people were tired of what they were presenting. It was the same music, literally mixed in the exact same order, you know, weekend, weekend after weekend, and it was it was mundane. So there was a space. We stepped in boldly, and uh, you know, one of the things that I needed to acknowledge at that point was, to them was, we're not trying to take over. There's enough room for there to be multiple DJs because you give people some of what they want, and hopefully, you know, we'll be able to do the same. And I remember as uh, FTM, as I called it, Face the Music started to grow, it was one of the pieces that created conflict with even DJ Nick Nice, and we are great friends, but there was, you know, there was an adversarial relationship. Right, because I had both of you guys on stage, <laughs> you <laughs> on one side of him, on the other, and he's like, why is he over here? <laughs> right, right. Isn't that great? And then all of a sudden, you know, where Nick had been your premier DJ, right. you know, he could not understand this notion of having... I remember the advertisements would say, you know, after party for Luther Vandross at the such and such hotel with sounds provided by Face the Music Productions featuring Nick DJ Knight, Nick right. Nice. And he used to they used to cringe at that because he was like, Well, why is my name second? I'm like, you gotta read it to understand what it's saying is you are in the spotlight. What the company needed was that big promotion that said, We've got a sound production company. And we're bringing in the best. DJ Nick Nice is the best one, the right person for this moment, this experience. And it took him a while. And I remember Andre telling me just a few years ago, he said, man, it took a long time for Nick to come down after that. But he finally acknowledged that what we did gave him a sense of credibility that he didn't have. Because remember, Nick only had a certain market. Well, Nick wasn't. Well, I mean, we put Nick on the map. So, yep. but yep. within saying that, Robert, how did you get almost to your part now that we are entwined and you're a keynote speaker in leadership? Now, <laughs> we've left the whole genre of music in our past, and now we're both on a level that we're giving back to the community. 
Well, I tell you what, I'm going to give you my answer to that as soon as we come back from this break, and then I'm going to have you share some tips that we can take away with or walk away with uh, that might support us in acknowledging people in our school life, in our home life, or our business life, whatever you feel led to share with us. You're listening to The Gift with my, with my man, my friend, my brother, Junebug, Clifton Mosley of the National Sales Network out in Los Angeles, California. We'll talk to you on the other side of the break. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Gifts are made to be given away. Give the gift of service to transform this world into a healthier, more loving place. Log on to robertpruitt.com, a motivational speaking and leadership training company to help awaken your leadership gifts. Join other committed individuals and groups to continue the work of teachers like Jesus, Mother Teresa, and His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Gandhi. You are the gift that is needed to turn a vision into reality or to ignite a burning passion in others. Visit robertpruitt.com. Add your gifts of life and love to the world because you were made to share yourself with others. The National Student Leadership Conference proudly sponsors The Gift. From our career-focused leadership conferences to our alumni service program, the National Student Leadership Conference is committed to preparing today's exceptional high school students to serve their communities and the world. For more information on our career-focused leadership programs offered in 15 different career areas, visit nslcleaders.org or call 800-994-6752, 800-994-6752. Who steps up following natural disasters to help those in need? It could be you. It should be you. It's time for you to step up and be the answer. It's time for you to become a student disaster relief volunteer with the National Relief Network. The National Relief Network helps student groups all across the country to bring aid to families who are struggling to rebuild their lives. Show the world what our generation stands for. Contact the National Relief Network. Call 866-2-VOLUNTEER. That's 866 866- to volunteer or visit their website at nrn.org. You can help those in need. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to The Gift with host Robert Pruitt. If you have a question or comment on today's show, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Robert at robertpruitt.com. Now, back to The Gift. Welcome back to The Gift. Uh, we, we left you with a cliffhanger. The question I think, Clifton, you posed to me was essentially, how did we get here where we're both in a place where we're not only working together again, uh, but it's in a leadership context and the context of giving back. Um, I will say that there were some, several defining moments in my life. Uh, well, one of them with the music, one of the gifts that I have and still have, because I still can put music together, is as a DJ, we love to be able to blend music together so it is seamless and there's an experience of harmony. You're dancing to the beat of one song, but maybe singing the lyrics to another, and it messes you up and creates you know, uh, a sense of euphoria. 
and I used to call it a monster. I wanted to go into every party and create this monster where people would just sweat and dance and laugh. And so now take the records off the turntable and I put relationships on, and I do my best to mix them together, not for my benefit, but for their own. And you talked about it earlier. It's what we call or refer to as synergy. And so that synergy creates a monster, and that monster is an all-powerful and all-consuming one in that it bespeaks love. So me working with you is an extension of all of the work I've been doing for 25 years now, working with youth, and it really has just kind of culminated in the last 10 years. So, you know, again, I'm coming to your event to speak. Do me a favor. Take some time. Tell us about the event. Uh, give us any information you want us to have. And, you know, within about five or six minutes, hit us up with a couple of tips. Well, thank you for that, Robert. We are very excited here for the National Sales Network and the Los Angeles chapter of the National Sales Network coming together. Normally, this would be our opening event, which we have every year, which this year would be our fifth annual State of the Organization Jazz Brunch. That's our leadership kickoff meeting, awards to our previous years for people's dedication, and we talked about acknowledgement for their hard work for volunteering for our organization, uh, which we are a nonprofit organization for African-American sales professional or any diverse sales professional that wants to help with their career development. Our event is coming up on February 26th and 27th will be a, a power-packed workshop. What people should attend, we'll have six unique opportunities to interface with sponsors that we have, and I'll name those sponsors shortly. Uh, these workshops will help boost your sales career to the level that requires success in today's market. Networking, we'll do power networking. This will be an opportunity to create, create, increase your database with any prospects, clients, or potential partners, and just acknowledging other uh, professionals that you meet. Now, you'll be the keynote speaker, but during that time, we'll have workshops with Victor Lee, Otis Collier, who will be doing branding. We'll have Andrew Morris, and some people know Andrew Morris is a small business coach, and he is an excellent talent. We'll also have Jaheed Muhammad there, and we'll have Serena Mayburn, and she's from the San Diego area, and she's an outstanding young lady as far as professional speaker, and they'll be doing a workshop. After their workshop, you'll lead into your segment as the keynote speaker on Driven. But prior to that, the opportunity that's important is we have sponsors that will be there where you can partner with where they have opportunities. And in this marketplace right now in the climate, everyone is looking for opportunities and jobs. And we're talking about companies that will be participating and supporting us, not only for this event but throughout the year, Farmers Insurance. How about that lineup of United Healthcare Group, Nestle, 3M, Mattel, Johnson & Johnson, UPS, Liberty Mutual, Medtronics, ADP, Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf, and we just have another one that just added uh, a couple days ago, Abbott Laboratories. And all these, all these companies 
are looking not only to partner with us throughout the year as opportunities comes up, they will directly look at our organization for candidates for employment. So that is your reason to become a member of the National Sales Network, not just to be able to touch base with these companies, but to be able to be in touch with them because today you may not be in a position that you may need them for anything, but you can meet people there that are on higher levels that have something to offer you. You build these relationships, and that's what our organization is, building relationships. We tell our corporate, we talk to our corporate sponsors about being a partner, not just coming there and looking for the, the, the fruit off the tree, but be a partner, be involved in the community, which our organization does. So this is a power-packed day of networking, marketing, and then we'll have a reception after that, network reception that evening on Friday, and then we'll have the Fly Poet Society Entertainment. Don't try to sneak in on the steels of wheels. I know you're going to try to do something like that, Robert. But <laughs> we'll have live poetry, comedians, R&B entertainment, and this Fly Poet Society is something that's done monthly here in L.A. Well, we're taking that entertainment and putting it in there, too. And then the next day will be our, our fifth annual jazz brunch where you can continue to network, listen to jazz. We have a, a, a very a Latin jazz band that is that is very, very good. It's one of our members, Rebecca, her dad, her group, they're at Oh Papa, they're excellent. So all this networking, entertainment, you see where entertainment comes in. People now know why entertainment is part of our event from my background, but the most of part is that you want to get a value like this, which we would say a $500 value. If you're a member and you paid your $75, then it's just $50. Food, networking, opportunities. opportunities. So let, me, let me interrupt you and ask you, is there a website? Yes. For more information, go to our website, www.nsnla.org. NSNLA.org. We also have a telephone number that you can call, 310-281-1781. But please go to our website. You can get information. You can register to be a member. Then you can register for our one-day event. And this is just a segue. What we're doing is a one-day conference to get you excited about our national conference that's coming up in Orlando in August. So if wow. you think and I just got in right. from Orlando yesterday before the storm. Okay. And uh, so maybe, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, if you need a speaker in Orlando, just let me know. Clifton, look, we're getting ready to close out this show. I want to thank you. I look forward to coming out and hanging out with you, uh, meeting your wife in the next two weeks, uh, and, you know, having a great time and, and continuing to serve and, you know, building our relationship, I, I appreciate you, Clifton, for the numerous lessons that you're aware of that you shared and those that you aren't. I appreciate that, man, and I just want to give acknowledgement to you, to the great things that you're doing. We look forward to having you. I, I'm so proud of you and the growth that you have, and when I looked at your website and all the information and things that you've been doing over the years, I just want to acknowledge you and and thank you, and also thank my NSN leadership team to our President Joy and, and the leadership staff between uh, Daryl and Walter and Paul Scott, uh, my wife Faye, Teresa, and just all of my NSN 
stat uh, members here that are just going to make a great event, and we're working very hard, and we want people to take advantage of this great opportunity. Thank you again, Robert. My pleasure. Thank you all for listening. And before I go, Jackie Brown, I got you. You said Yasmin, who was part of your intervision, uh, first-year experience is the person that you were to acknowledge through one of your marathon coaching sessions. Uh, I love it. The acknowledgments continue. I acknowledge you all for listening to the gift, sharing it. Thank you for the contributions you make to my life through your phone calls, your emails, and your posting. Keep the faith. You've been listening to The Gift. Join your host, Robert Pruitt, again next Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Thank you again for spending part of your weekend with us. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.